0: Thanks for tuning in to After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel, along with streaming on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Please be sure to search for America Out Loud. In addition to that, we're available on AmericaOutloud.news, which has a brand new look. You guys, got to check it out. looks great. You can find our full archive of shows over at America out Loud. News. hope you guys are coming off a great weekend. We certainly have a lot to discuss tonight. Uh, Something I wanted to start the show talking about that certainly caught my attention over the weekend is the Democrats continue to make a big deal out of January 6 every single year. Um, like it's a Pearl Harbor or nine 11 or something. I mean, it's pathetic. We all saw Joe Biden's speech last week. It was one of the most partisan speeches of all time. Uh, this guy had a chance to come in and try and unify the country. Instead, he's been probably in addition to Barack Obama, the most divisive president we have ever seen. Uh, the fact is on January 6th, the only person murdered was unarmed peaceful protester, Ashley Babbitt. Uh, Robert Byrd murdered her in cold blood, fired a gun at a crowd of people, and unfortunately murdered Ashley Babbitt. And uh, we certainly remember her memory um, on the anniversary of her death uh, this past weekend. That's what I would like the media to focus on. But unfortunately, the Democrats continue to try and use it for political gain. It was one day, obviously, uh, the FBI... And Capitol Police were complicit in letting the protesters in. And the spin that we hear on January 6th, Rob, even to this day, it's just mind-blowing when you hear what Democrats come up with saying that, oh, four Capitol Police officers had PTSD, so they murdered themselves or committed suicide. It's like, are you kidding me? Police officers murdering themselves over a peaceful... Mostly peaceful little uh, riot, I guess, if you could even go out of hand and call it that. It's more or less a protest. Uh, Nobody believes that garbage. Rob, how are you doing tonight? And uh, sorry to start the show off on a rant, but man, was it uh, frustrating to hear the media all weekend long continue to harp on this three years later.
1: Well, Andrew, I got to say, I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in tonight. I couldn't wait for tonight's show, as you saw all the different uh, texts that I was sending to you. And by the way, I burn up Andrew's phone sending him different texts and vice versa, with things that we see that are taking place that we want to share with you and analyze and talk about. And sometimes there's just like so many, we don't even get a chance to talk about it because something else happens and we focus on that. But uh, I mean, between the both of us, I mean, we're like looking, surveying and saying, hey, did you see this? Did you see that? And we start formulating our, our ideas and our, our thoughts as to what we want to talk about. But I got to say tonight, Andrew, I was really excited <clears throat> to come on after seeing Joe Biden's, uh, what is it, Virgin uh, campaign, the first campaign speech that he's going to go with talking about Jan Six. And you guys should know that he did it on Friday. It was supposed to have been done at 3, I think 3.15, but they didn't start it until 3.30 or 4 because he's never on time. He doesn't have an idea or a sense of time. But that speech was supposed to have been given on Jan 6 on that Saturday. But because they were predicting bad weather, he decided let's move it up and let's do it on Jan 5th. Anyway, you go, as you said, Andrew, why would you want to celebrate Jan 6? Why do you want to make it seem as if though it's a federal holiday, a day that you have to address, when during the, the bombing of Pearl Harbor, which took place almost some 80 years ago, you didn't address it? You didn't want to address 9-11? Just like, let's just forget all about that. But Jan 6, you want to treat it as if though it's some monumental day. I don't get it. actually I, let me I don't say that let me not say I don't get it. I understand it because this is their way of trying to separate the country, trying to make it seem that Jan 6 was like the worst day they even said it was worse than 9/11. On 9-11, we had about 2,000 innocent Americans and other foreign nationals to die, a day that they don't want to remember, but they want to compare Jan 6 to that day. And as you mentioned, Andrew, the only person who was killed on that day was Ashley Babbitt. And she was killed by a black man, a supposedly Capitol Hill police officer who had been brought up before or written up because he left his firearm in the bathroom. The same black guy who decided to write a book to, to start a GoFundMe page just to profit off of Jan 6 and profit off the death of Ashley Babbitt. And thankfully, Ashley Babbitt's family is now suing the government, and they should win for wrongful death. And the way they investigated her death Was called a black man in, he said that he was defending the Capitol, okay, he gets gets off scot-free, another diversity and equity movement. A black man kills a white woman, and we don't care, because it's not significant, it's not important. Had the tables been turned, had a white man killed a black woman, we would still be talking about it. We would be in the streets marching, as was the case with George Floyd, which started this entire radical agenda of what's wrong is right and what's right is wrong. George Floyd, who was a two-bit criminal, wannabe porn star, not listening to the police officer, not following instructions, and we're now finding out that he did have fentanyl and some other drugs in his system. Granted, what Derek Chauvin did, it should not have happened. Okay, we're not going to excuse that. But at the same time, George Floyd is responsible for his demise. The media won't talk about it. George Floyd's family certainly won't talk about it because they were given, I think, almost $147 million. For what? I don't know. But then when you look at it, a closer observation, we can assume that they gave them that money as a form of reparations. We're going to give you this right. for, all the that you're, for all the things that you went through, and it's probably effect impacted him, and that's the reason why he became a derelict in society.
0: Yeah, and the way you just laid that out, Rob, Robert Bird is the bottom-of-the-barrel scumbag grifter. I mean, this guy, like you said, literally profited off of Ashley Babbitt's death, being a murderer. He starts a GoFundMe, and all these dumb liberals start donating money to him. Uh, Joe Biden gives the guy an award for being a murderer. Uh, It's just crazy how backwards this administration is. Uh, We've never seen an administration ramp up the DOJ and use it against their political opponents, quite like the Biden administration. In everything they do, it's just like propaganda out of Goebbels, Germany. I mean, this guy, uh, they never stop.
1: I'm glad you mentioned that, Andrew, about uh, you said Robert Byrd, but it was Michael Byrd who shot Ashley Babbitt. Robert Byrd was the former senator and KKK member who Joe Biden was a friend of. I mean, I'm just confused. right, Right. You know, I'm just connecting all the dots. You know, both were birds, but I want to connect all the dots here. But no one wants to talk about that. But Biden wants to divide the country during his 30-minute speech, and he did stumble and mumble. It wasn't coherent at times, but the media won't talk about it. And then you have all of them saying, oh, this was the best speech ever. Oh, my gosh, this was just – this speech was so powerful. And he was invigorated, and he spoke with passion. Of course he did, because he has nothing else to talk about. He can't talk about his agenda, Andrew, because his agenda has failed. We're involved in two wars, a war in Ukraine with Russia, a war that we shouldn't be in. And I might say the war is over. Ukraine has lost. So why are we still giving them billions of dollars? And why are we going to help them rebuild Ukraine? Why is that? And then we cross the border and we look at Israel and Hamas. And we have people here in America that are celebrating and saying, oh, Israel should stop. Israel is bad. And you know what, Andrew, I found out the other day, I was watching uh, the show on Fox News, and I would encourage all of you to watch it because this was an eye-opener. Because we've been wondering, how is it, who's funding all of these radical groups here in America Why you see these people that are out and about saying free Palestine and Israel is wrong? Well, I was watching the uh, Liberty Live Liberty and and Levin, and the host of the show, was explaining that many of our universities are funded by different countries. One of the biggest funders of our university is Qatar, the government of Qatar. It's a Muslim country. They're pumping in billions of dollars to Harvard, Yale, Princeton, Rutgers, Penn State, you just look around and you and look at the you look at who's funny, these guys, in addition to the, the billionaire alumni, but you have foreign government that's pumping in billions of dollars to these universities. In return, they're able to have these little groups. The Muslim Committee, this committee, they're able to uh, hire instructors, teachers, professors who share the ideology of these radical Muslims. So when Hamas attacked Israel, and then we saw this uprise on college campuses with them saying Israel is bad, stop stop the, uh, the gunfire, cease fire, people were wondering, what did this happen? What did this come from? Well, look no farther than the donations going to these universities. This has been happening, and we have seen it, and we need to stop it, Andrew. Yeah, and let's
0: not get it confused. A lot of these protesters and college students, uh, they pretend they care about the people in Palestine, the Palestinians dying, but it really comes down to the fact that they hate Jews. I mean, that's more to do with it than anything. And uh, this war is very conflicting for a lot of American citizens. Uh, once we get a real president in, they're going to have some tough decisions to make, obviously. Um Obviously, we on this show, we've been all about Israel using strong force to defend itself and go after Hamas. Uh, at this point, Israel's killed reportedly over 30,000 people. Um, hopefully, they can achieve their objective before they kill another 30,000. Um, but at what point do uh, we kind of step in as a country and say, well, enough of the bloodshed. I don't think we should even do that, but perhaps we should not be funding it uh, at a certain point. Uh, Rob, what are your thoughts on these protesters? I don't think they really care about these 30,000 people that have died. I just think they hate Jews for the most part.
1: They, they they don't care, Andrew. They just hate the Jews. And as I said, you look at who's funding these universities, that's how they're able to get these groups to come together. That whole cloth. They're just coming together and they're all in the streets protesting. That's the reason why Claudine Gay lost her job, and rightfully so. And all the other professors on these universities should lose their jobs. Guys, you got to remember that during the George Floyd, that whole George Floyd fiasco, you had college presidents that were out saying, kill the pigs. They were out saying that there is racism, that the police department is racism. You look at California right now, they have defunded the police, and you look at the individuals, the radicals, that are out causing harm, smash and grab. This is all a direct result of the failed policies of the Democrats. And then they have allowed these foreign governments to fund universities to put together these groups. They've known about it. Joe Biden has known about it. Barack Obama has known about it. And they see it. So when uh, Biden came out on Friday with his first campaign speech to denounce Trump, to attack Trump, they say that Trump is a threat to democracy. No, you're the threat to democracy by allowing foreign countries to come in and take over our universities, our higher uh, institutions of learning.
2: And then when you you have have a lower
1: institutions of learning, you have these radical transgenders gay individuals who had these teacher unions. Andrew, it's, it's it's horrible.
0: You're absolutely right. And just thinking out loud here, you have to wonder how responsible is Joe Biden in his disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan for Israel getting attacked for giving Iran the money. But um, when he withdrew from uh, Afghanistan like that, it sent a message to Iran. And in Hamas, that America is weak. They are meat- weak right now. So they thought it was the perfect time to attack Israel. Well, Netanyahu's more of a right-wing, old-school leader, and uh, he's been really uh, sending him Israel's wrath. They made a big mistake, clearly. But uh, I think they thought that this was an opportune time with how weak Joe Biden and his administration has be- been. And... Uh, We could really be headed towards some bad wars here in the Middle East just because this whole thing is kicked off. And who knows where it goes from here? When President Trump was in office, all we heard about were peace deals in the Middle East.
1: That's all we heard about. But yet and still, they told us that if Trump came into office, we would have war after war after war. I remember the owner of the Dallas Mavericks. He said, oh, my God, if Trump comes in, oh, we're just going to be in war after war, war with North Korea, war with Iran. Instead, it is Joe Biden, and the media won't call him out. That is a reason why that during his campaign kickoff speech, he could not taunt his economy. He could not say, look at the peace that uh, we have in the world. He couldn't say, look at how our presence on the global stage. He couldn't say any of that because he can't support it. He can't back it up. But what he can do and what he did do was to stroke fear. The fear in the American voter by telling them that Trump is a threat to democracy. No, you're the threat because you're trying to stop Trump. You're, you, you have weaponized the Department of Justice. You have weaponized the FBI. You've weaponized the IRS to go after possibly your chief opponent because you know you have nothing else to stand on. This is very dangerous, Listeners. And we need to start calling out, and as I've said before, I'll say this before we go to commercial break, you don't have to like Trump. Yes, Trump talks too much. Yes, Trump is bombastic. Yes, Trump says a lot of things that he shouldn't say. But at the end of the day, when you look at his policies, he kept us out of foreign affairs. People feared us on the global stage. He made us competitive. He knocked down the unemployment rate. He was making certain that black colleges, historical black colleges, the historical black colleges that Barack Obama wants to shut down, that they were funded. And now Joe Biden wants to say, oh, look at the job numbers. They're just people who are going back to work. Once they realize that they couldn't get any more money from the welfare from Joe Biden's welfare. So I don't believe these numbers. I don't believe them saying, oh, the numbers are good. No, it's a big lie. It's all smoke screens and mirrors. And people, it's time to wake up because, as Andrew said, we are marching to another war, global war and civil war. And we spoke about that, Andrew, on one of our other shows.
0: Yeah, we really did. Things are getting scary. As a lot of people that I'm hearing around the country are saying, if we don't get Trump back in in November – uh, We're seriously screwed. I hate to talk doom and gloom like that, but it's hard to see how this economy, uh, how this foreign uh, policy of Joe Biden could withstand another four years. In fact, I don't think America could uh, the same way that we know it right now. You guys are tuned into After Dark with Robin and Andrew. It's available Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central or 6 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew after this short break.
2: World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Be a part of a revolutionary new healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interests of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be. Go to OutloudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. and receive a 15% discount on either Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for
1: anything. As I said when we're going to break, Andrew, we're definitely headed toward another war, a global war, with China, Russia, and North Korea. Do not doubt us when we say this. And we said on last week's show, that we're marching toward a civil war under the Biden regime with Biden turning people against each other. And it's literally, Andrew, father against son, son against father, uncles against uh, uncle, wives against husbands, because everyone has a different political ideology. And they think that what we're saying is right. And I'm fortunate, according to the left, if you don't like what the other person is saying, shut them down. Get rid of them. And that's what Joe was saying during his first campaign address. We don't like those MAGA people. And you notice how they keep saying MAGA, MAGA, MAGA as if the MAGA is bad. MAGA stands for Make America Great Again. Even Bill Clinton said it when he was in office. Joe Biden has said it when he was senator. John F. Kennedy said it. Barack Obama said it. But now, because it's a powerful movement, they wanna say that it's racist and I'm triggered. We have got to defeat them at the polls. I will say again, you can dislike Trump all you want to, but his policies worked. No, he's not a dictator. And I I too cringed when he was on Hannity that night and he said, uh, Hannity said, well, a lot of people say you're gonna be a dictator. And Trump said, no, I'm not gonna be a dictator. Well, actually I am. I'll be a dictator for one day when I shut the border. And I'm like, why did you even have to say that? And, of course, that just gave the media something to run with. He said he's going to be a dictator. He said, no, the dictator is Joe Biden. And if you saw his campaign address on Friday, it had all the elements of it. Because why would he focus on Trump, Trump, Trump? He's trying to indoctrinate you. They're thinking the more we say this, the more you will believe it. And then you have on PMSNBC, beta male, Jonathan Capehart, who was talking to that Capitol Hill security guard Who is was an, an, another flake. And what does Jonathan Caphart do? He opens up the interview crying. I'm so glad what you did, brother, on Jan 6. Which is the same thing Adam Kissinger did when they had that farce of a hearing of Jan 6 along with Liz Cheney. Five nights of talking about, it was a five-night production by, was it... Uh, PMS, NBC, all the networks were airing it. Five-night production of, we're talking about Jan 6 and what happened, and it was horrible. But what they didn't report on is that Trump had mentioned to Nancy Pelosi and to Meryl Browser, we need security here, we need the National Guards," and they all said, no way. Mark Miley, who's now, who's since retired, Mr. Woke Mark Miley, knew that Trump said that we need this. But what is his response? Well, I didn't believe Trump because I know that Trump talks a lot of big talk, and I knew that we didn't need it. They should haul these people before the heel and question them. And I wish I could be there because, you see, what we have on the heel right now, a lot of people play around with them. I would just get right down to it. Why did you lie? We have the records here. You lied. Sergeant at Arms, arrest them you got to put these people in jail. you got to have some skin in the game. Look at what they're doing to the poor people on Jan 6. A grandmother, they want to put her in jail for 53 days. What for? You have common criminals. You have the folks that are doing smash and grab that aren't getting any time in jail. But a 53-year-old grandma, because she walked through, the, uh, I think, the Capitol, you want to throw her in jail. Really? Now, let's just think back. Since the war started in Israel, Look at all the protesters that have gone into the Capitol trying to stop proceedings. Jamal Bowman pulled down a fire alarm to stop a government proceeding. Why isn't he in jail? Yes, he was censored, but he should be in jail. Folks, you can't let the left deceive you. Joe Biden mentioned nothing about that. To me, that was an insurrection. What's happening at our border is an insurrection. And Mallorca Homeland Security Secretary should be impeached. This is a reason why your vote counts. Because if we had enough people in the House, and we do right now, we can impeach them. Had enough people in the Senate, we could impeach. But of course, Mitch McConnell and John Thune... We'll probably look the other way. No, we can't do this because if we do it, they're going to do it to us. They're already doing it to you, knuckleheads. You stand for something, as you always say, Andrew, or you will fall for nothing. And you got a lot of people there falling for nothing. And that is a reason why Joe Biden feels so emboldened to give the speech that he gave on Friday, because he wants to constantly indoctrinate you to make you think Trump is bad, Trump is bad. But what are you, Joe Biden? Look at you and your family benefiting from China. And now you have the media running with the story. Oh, reports show that Trump received all this money from all of these foreign dignitaries when they stayed at his hotel. Now, now listen to what I'm saying. They said that Trump received money from foreign leaders when they stayed in his hotels in the States and outside the States. Now, remember when Trump became president, what did Trump do? I'm going to turn all my business over to my sons and let them run it. So Trump didn't know what was going on. And you know what the sons did? Any foreign dignitaries that stayed in any of their hotels, they took the money and they gave it back to the United States Treasury. The media won't report on that. They'll just say the dignitaries stayed in the hotels. They won't report on the fact, and that's a fact. You can look it up. That any money that those dignitaries pay, uh, paid to stay in those hotels, they wrote a check and gave it back to the United States Treasury. But they want you to think that Trump kept the money. No, we didn't. And guess what else? The media also said that Trump's hotels were nothing, that they weren't good. They weren't up to snuff. So how can it be that you're going to say they're not up to snuff, they're nothing, but then you have foreign dignitaries that are staying on them, and then you're going to get mad and say, oh, they were paying full price. You see, these guys, they double talk. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. That is a reason why you have to pay attention and you have to see what they're doing. They are the threat to democracy. The media is a threat. And as I have said on every show for a long time, the media in its current form needs to be shut down. Heather Robinson and I spoke about this. And I know that her position is that we just need more free speech to counter that. I get it. I understand it. But when you have a media outlet that is working for the government, it is a no-win situation. They need to be held accountable. And we need to make the laws whereby you can sue them. And if you sue the diseases out of them, then they will stop doing what they're doing because they will be held accountable. When you have Jonathan Capehart, who's supposed to be a journalist, used to work for the Washington Post, coming on TV on PMSNBC crying, crying. You know, Anderson Cooper pulled that stunt back in the day. He was crying when he said that Trump said that there were good people in South Carolina. Oh, I can't believe it. These are beta males. They're beta males and I don't like them because they're dangerous. They're very dangerous. They make themselves part of the news cycle. We need to have strong men back in the news. Yes, I said it. There's nothing wrong with being an alpha male. There's nothing wrong with taking command of your delivery as opposed to wanting to come on TV and weep and cry. That's not the image of a strong man. It's an image of a beta male. And all you women who are running for these beta males, then you wonder, oh, I can't have a baby. Why can't I? Well, you're messing around with the beta male. A beta male is competing with you. Remember Don Lemon? He was competing with the women on the show. These are beta males, and they're pathetic. Joe Biden is a beta male, but he's a very dangerous beta male, the same way with Barack Obama. These are dangerous people. And we have to know what we're up against. And the reason why, as I submitted to you earlier, Joe Biden could not talk about his successes during his first campaign speech is because there aren't any. The only thing they have is fear. Biden had said that he's going to come into office and he's going to unite us. He has done everything but to unite us. He has separated us. He has proven to us that there, are, there is a two-tier government a two-tier government, and a two-tier justice system. There's one for the Bidens, and there's one for everyone else. If Hunter Biden was a black man, Hunter Biden would be in jail. But Hunter Biden isn't a black man. Hunter Biden is a white man who happens to be a Democrat with privilege. But see, they won't point that out to you. The media won't point that out to you. But they'll point out to you, oh, John Jr., he's a bad man. He did this. What did John Jr. do? John Jr., Jr. didn't go out and try to write off in his tax returns the use of hookers and prostitutes. John Jr. didn't do that. But Hunter Biden did. John Don Jr. didn't go out and bang his brother's wife. Hunter Biden did. And then he told his dad, and you need to support this. And then once his dad said, we, we, we appreciate them and we wish them all the best, what does he do? He dumps his brother's wife. I'm done with you. Let me move on to a couple more prostitutes. Rules for thee, not for me. And if it's rules like those, I don't want any part of it. But will the media talk about it? No, the media will make you think that Joe Biden's family is the perfect family. They're so ideal. Joe Biden is corrupt. His family is corrupt. And they have always been corrupt. And his position on global foreign policy is abysmal. It is horrible. And we have that on record. I think it was Robert Gates who came out and said, Joe Biden has been wrong on every foreign policy issue since he has been on the Hill. But the media won't talk about it. I remember he gave an interview, Robert Gates gave an interview with, uh, what was his name, Anderson Cooper. And he mentioned it. And what did Anderson Cooper do? What did he say? Oh, but, 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 but Donald Trump—he—he—he he, he hasn't been good. And he said no. He said, "Hear me what I'm saying. When you look at what Donald Trump has done, he's kept us out of wars. You might not like the way he's done it, but he has kept us out of war. See, they don't like it. They don't want to give Trump credit because Trump isn't a politician. He's just a regular Joe Blow, whom they had said at one point." Wasn't worth a whole lot of money. But if he's not worth a whole lot of money, why is it that Letitia James is trying to wrestle his real estate empire from him? I thought you guys said he wasn't worth a lot of money. I thought you guys said he didn't have any money. I thought you guys said that the property that he owns wasn't worth anything. So if that's the case, why are you guys trying to take it from him? Folks, you gotta wake up and you gotta see that the people that are in office, they are dangerous. They are extremely dangerous. They don't care about you. They don't care about me. They only concern about themselves, D-E-I, and making certain that our country is overrun by illegals. This is the same country, Andrew, that they say is racist. It's systemically racist. If it's so systemically racist, why are you bringing in more people to taste the racism? I mean, this is so simple. If we're such a racist country... Why is it, Pratel, that you keep bringing in people from other countries? Why is it that Alejandro Mallorca won't shut the bloody border if we're such a racist country? Why is that? Can anyone explain that to me? Since we're so systemically racist. And I have been asking this question for some time now. And no one has been able to answer it. Now, you'll have your regular liberal who'll come in and they'll hypothesize. Pop they'll say, oh, well, this and oh, well, that. And that's when they're splitting the, the hairs. But again, if we're so racist, shut the border and say, you guys don't want to come here because we're too racist. We're mistreating people. We're mistreating black people. We're mistreating black women because that's what they want you to think. Another group that they've identified that they want to keep the vote. And also, did you guys notice the person who introduced Joe doing his campaign speech with some gay man. Nothing wrong with being gay if that's what you you want to do. But think of so many other men and women who could have introduced him. The same way I mentioned about this man, Richard Levin. He's supposed to be about health and home and health and security or whatever. And indoctrinating our health system that gender reaffirming surgery is important. No, it isn't. It is plastic surgery. You know, Andrew. You know, I just had a thought. I, I'm perfectly okay with the way I look. You know, but as we age, we start to get a little wrinkle here and a little wrinkle there. I'm going to go in, and I am going to demand that they give me plastic surgery. And if they refuse it, I am going to sue. Why can't I have it free of charge and on the government's dime? If you're going to give it to illegals, you're going to allow them to come over here. If you're going to allow, uh. Ricardo to come here and change his name to uh, Rachel, then I should be able to have it because it's my taxpayer dollars. Why can't that happen? Why is it? Why is it that we can't have, okay, life reaffirming surgery? I'm depressed. I want to look differently. But they will allow that gender reaffirming surgery. And they have everyone thinking that it's okay. But as I submit to you, not too long ago, We were all up at arms because of the practice of of mutilating female genitalia, circumcision. Oh, that's horrible. Oh, how could we do that? We can't allow that to happen, and it's happened in Louisiana. We have these Africans that are coming here, and they're pushing this, and we have some blacks that are in Louisiana that they're still doing this. Really? You're concerned about that, but you're okay with a a kid, a boy, chopping off his penis, a girl chopping off her breast because that's gender-reaffirming surgery. The contradiction, Andrew, is unbelievable. It is simply unbelievable. So that is why, on last week, Joe Biden couldn't talk about his successes. He couldn't say that what he has done to help the country. He couldn't say that how our presence on the global stage looks. He couldn't, because there are no successes. And the only thing they have is Jan 6. And to scare people. And to scare you into voting for them. But I would submit to you again. If I were Trump, if I were Republican running, I would come out and say, a vote for Democrats is a vote for your death. It is your death sentence. Because you look around you and you look at the crime. In all of our major cities, there is crime. In all of our major cities, there's a decay. An element of decay and it stinks. So if you want that to continue, then you vote for Joe Biden. But if you want to make America great again, to restore us on that hill as a shiny beacon, as former President Reagan said, then you better vote for Republican. You better run to the polls and you better start calling out Democrats, because if you don't. It will not look good in the in Andrew.
0: Yeah, and look at the results of Joe Biden and Democrats' ideology. Uh, Libs of TikTok tweeted out, Colorado Spring shooter, non-binary, Nashville school shooter, trans, Aberdeen shooter, trans, Denver school shooter, trans, the latest Iowa school shooter, trans, and gender fluid. And if you try to find an article about that on mainstream media, uh, good luck. You're most likely not going to find an article pointing that out. Uh, this mental illness that's running rampant in America is just one of the many problems that we've been seeing uh, with Joe Biden and his administration. But if you guys are looking for a great product, maybe a great gift for a loved one coming up Valentine's Day or birthday, if they're looking for better sleep, focus, and energy, check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. Healthy Cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health, Sleep better, focus deeper and stay younger longer. You can absorb a healthier lifestyle with Healthy Cells pill-free vitamins. You go to healthycell.com or americaoutloud.shop and check out the great products. Save with the promo code OUTLOUD. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew after this quick break.
2: These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical advanced nutrition company healthy cell created immune super boost to help you strengthen your immunity unlike other supplements that don't work immune super boost is not a pill it's a gel you swallow with ultra absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity like vitamin c d3 zinc elderberry and echinacea these physician formulated gels come in a small gel pack Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells, and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system becomes less efficient.
1: For the first time
2: ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to
1: americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD.
2: Well, the Outloud truth was the rallying call that started it all. americaoutloud.news was an idea, a movement, a place where folks would feel comfortable speaking the truth without being censored or canceled. The First Amendment is alive and well. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity.
0: We're back here on After Dark with Robin Andrew and Andrew, just continuing our discussion on this school shooter in Iowa now. as uh, little as we know, because this story went away real quick once it was discovered who it was. And of course, the fake news media, they like to run cover for these mentally ill trans shooters. They don't like to point it out when it happens and uh, it's just really sad because it's an epidemic in this country and a lot of these uh, liberal parents are pushing it and it's getting a lot of people hurt i mean it used to just be a suicide problem where these people had a high suicide rate but now we're seeing them take out their aggression on a society and instead of blaming the mental illness uh, They're blaming the guns, which is typical from Democrats. But you see, even on this one, that narrative went away quickly uh, when they found out it was another trans shooter. Did you notice that, Rob? Wait, wait, Andrew,
1: I, I think I might have missed this. The trans shooter did the shooting where? In Iowa, this past week. Are you serious that was a trans shooter? Yes. You know, I was wondering why the story just like faded away see i missed that one (laughs) i didn't know it was a trans shooter because as always you know they're always hoping and praying they being the left-wing media that is a white person so they can say see that the white man did it again and we need to take away the guns andrew that is unbelievable i was completely unaware of that and that's the reason why we have not seen the the media media come out and say take away the guns
0: yeah, the little bit they've done, they've tried to make ex- excuses for the shooter, saying that they were bullied and picked on uh, for being trans, <laughs> anything they can do to try and uh, blame Republicans.
1: Well, you know, the same thing took place in Texas. The shooter was trans, and they're fighting like hell to release the transcript. And then when they released bits and pieces of it, the person was saying, you know, I want to kill all straight people. I want to do this. I will say this again. And it just goes back to what I was saying in the second block about gender reaffirming surgery. That is a lie. It does not solve the problem. The problem is these people need psychological help. When you think that you're in the wrong body, that you're actually someone else, it's a mental issue. And and what, what is the problem with saying that? I mean, the left is constantly saying, oh, we got to start, start making mental issues seem as though it's a bad thing. Remember that girl, Simone Biles, when she was competing in the Olympics, and she decided to step out of one of the uh, competition, citing mental illness, and everyone was saying, oh, poor Simone, mental illness. And then there was someone else in another race. They decided to bow out. And after that, the floodgates just opened. Even Prince Harry said he had mental illness. Everyone, mental illness, mental illness. They are abusing the word. They are abusing the condition the same way they're abusing racism. When they say this is racism, this is racism, this is racism, everyone doesn't have mental illness, okay? You're having a bad day. You need to shape up or ship out, okay? Mental illness is when you wake up and you're saying, I'm in the wrong person's body. That's mental illness, and you need a good psychologist and psychiatrist, but you know what has happened? The American Medical Association has been poisoned. It has been hijacked the same way our educational system has been hijacked. And you will say, who has been hijacked by? I don't mean any harm, but you have to speak speak the truth by gays and lesbians who are pushing this radical agenda. And they're not the yes, gay and lesbian. She... Go ahead, Andrew. I was just going to follow up. The shooter's name
0: in Iowa was Dylan Butler. The deceased shooting suspect at Perry High School in Iowa had a social media footprint showing he was trans non-binary. Oh, Butler would be the latest in a string of U.S. mass shooters who are genderqueer like the Colorado Springs shooter. Go ahead. Sorry.
1: Andrew, we've got to do a whole, maybe we'll come back on tomorrow night and we'll do a show on this because people need to be aware as to what's happening. The American Medical Association (laughs) has been overtaken by uh, left-wing radicals. And they're all, when you look at, when you look at the background, they're all gay, binary, -binary, uh, non-binary. I don't identify. It's it's a mental illness. And I got to say, Andrew, as I was about to, what I was going to say a while ago, is that they're not the gay people that your mom and dad grew up with. These are radical gays. And you even have people in the gay community speaking out against them. But you know what? Joe Biden's Justice Department and FBI has silenced them, has taken the microphone from them. And when they do talk, they'll go after them. Do not doubt me when I say this. This was plain and clear when he gave his speech on Thursday. If you go against them, they will come after you. And we've been saying on this show so many times, we need to have more gay people to come out and call this out. And we have had Andrew on our show. We have had people of the gay community to come on and to denounce this radical agenda. They've denounced it. We need more people to denounce it because this is a threat to democracy. When, wherever you look, you have at the top these radical gay, and they're pushing an agenda. And this is all thanks to Barack Obama and Joe Biden, because in 2015, Barack Obama came out and said that any school that will not accept this gay, queer agenda, you will lose public funding. Barack Obama said that. Barack Obama, the first black, possibly gay president who has man fantasies, there's nothing wrong with that. If that's what Barack Obama wants, Andrew, I don't care. I I clap my hands to him. But don't try and force it on someone else. That's for you, not for someone else. And if you want to force it, don't force it on our children. And this is what Joe Biden's administration has been doing. That is the reason why they want pre-K as early as three years old. Moms, dads, wake up. I know you're looking at this and you're saying, oh, this is going to help me. This is going to help me tremendously, and I won't have to pay for childcare." No, they want access to your children so they can indoctrinate them. They want to start the indoctrination. Remember, Joe even said, these are all of our children. Who else said that? Communist China, Pol Pot. These are all our children. And we had a guest to come on and talk to us about this. We have to wake up. When they show us who they are, believe them. And Joe Biden is showing us who he is. He's showing you the agenda that they want to set forth, and they're going to push it. And that is a reason why they want to stop Donald Trump, because they don't want him to push the agenda. Now, I know some of you will say, but what if Donald Trump doesn't get it? What if Nikki Haley? Well, we got to pray that if Nikki Haley gets it, that she change her ways and she falls along the path of Donald Trump, because I'm telling you, it is a war. We're up against a war, and if we don't win, America will fall, and they don't care. Have you guys not seen that they have billionaires that are building bonkers in Hawaii? Gates, zuckerberg they're building these bonkers in Hawaii because you know why? Because they're fearful. They're thinking, or they see that the country is about to fall down, and there will be complete chaos, complete chaos. Look at how much chaos we have endured under the Biden administration. Look at all the protests we've endured. This will continue. It will. It's not going to get any better. It will continue. And we need to stand up. How do we stand up? By going to the polls and voting for the candidates that are going to stand up and resist this Biden regime. You know, Andrew, thinking about, you you know, the Biden regime, I read an article just slightly pivoting uh, about the White House press secretary, jean Karine Pierre. And, uh, oh, gosh, I was about to say his name, the guy who has been sharing the stage with her. She doesn't like him. So there is a bit of a rift. I'm trying to see if I can find his name that's going on between she and him because he wants the position and she doesn't want him to have it. So she's mad and she's putting out all this negative stuff that he's trying to uh they're trying to get rid of the black woman in favor of the white man. Gosh Andrew, do you know who I'm talking about the guy? I see his name right. I see him in my I see him right now. I'm looking through my notes. Oh, here it is right here. Uh, uh, Jean-Coreen Pierre and John Kirby. John Kirby. Yes, John Kirby. Okay, have you guys noticed that whenever she comes out, he's been out there? And he's very good. Granted, he's a liberal, but he's really good as far as his delivery and a command of the topic. For as Miss Diversity Hire, Corrine Jean-Pierre, who's black and she's a lesbian, And just in case you guys didn't know, she dated, I think it was Suzanne was who is a CNN reporter, a wannabe reporter. They recently broke up. And I think they adopted a kid. I'm not too certain about it. But anyway, going back to the story. Uh, So Joe Biden elevated her. After Jan Pasaki, let me get back to you, decided to step down and to go on PMS NBC to continue uh, supporting Joe Biden's agenda on the news. Now, you guys see why I say that we need to shut down the news? She's going to leave the Biden administration and be hired by PMS NBC to continue his propaganda, to continue supporting his bad policies and tell you why we should believe them. Have you guys ever seen this before? That should not be allowed. Now I know some of you will say, "Oh, wait, look at Fox News. You have people who love Trump's administration down Fox News." Yeah, but they're not pushing Trump's policies. They're just saying these were his policies. Whereas Jen Psaki is definitely pushing the Biden administration and telling you why you should not attack him. So anyway, going back to the story, but how much time do we have? Okay, I still have time to talk about it. So Jean Pierre is mad that John Kirby has been sharing the stage. And apparently they're saying that behind the closed doors, she's putting out that they're trying to get rid of the first black woman and replace him with the white man. Now, folks, remember, this is the Democrat Party. These are both Democrats. And we did a show once, Andrew, and we said they eat their own. And this is, that's definitely what's happening here. She doesn't like him because he has a command on the topic. She's horrible. No matter how you put it, she's horrible. The only reason why she's there is because she's black, she's a woman, and she's gay. There's no other reason to have her there. She's incompetent. The same way Claudine Gay was incompetent, the same way uh, my mayor is incompetent. All these people are incompetent. The same way the mayor of Sacramento is incompetent. Okay, they're incompetent. They shouldn't be in those positions. The same way the mayor of Chicago is incompetent. Jane Corrine is incompetent also. She should not be in that position, but she's there because she's a Black woman who happens to be gay. So you can't challenge her. You can't say anything about her. The same way at one point, you can't say anything about Eric Adams, but now because he's fallen out of the grace of the White House, you can say whatever you want to say about Eric Adams, they don't care. Because in fact, they might go after him. They might bring charges up against him. They might convince what is the guy's name, uh, A brag to bring charges up against him because he's not sticking with the script with the Biden administration. He's calling the Biden administration out and saying, you guys need to get a handle on these illegal aliens. Well, Eric Adams, we told you that from day one. But you kept saying, it's sanctuary, we got a sanctuary city. So now that you see that they're about to blow up the budget, now you want to put a stop on it. But before then, you can't criticize him. So this is what Jean-Karine Pierre feels that you can't criticize me. I'm black. I'm a black woman. I'm a diversity high. You can't criticize me. But we're going to criticize you because you're incompetent in your role. And apparently, Andrew, the story goes is that Joe Biden likes John Kirby that first thing in the morning, as opposed to having her brief him, he has John Kirby to brief him. And have you seen the looks when they're on stage together? Everyone can tell that it's an awkward moment. Now, the media, of course, is playing it down. They don't want to say anything about it. But the moment Karine, uh, uh Pierre, when the writing is on the wall that she's about to lose her job, then the media will come out and say they're attacking her. This is because of the Republicans. They don't want to hear her because she's a black woman. No, we don't want to hear her because she's incompetent. She's a diversity hire. And this is what happens under the Biden administration. You have all these diversity hires, people who are in positions, Andrew, that should not be in those positions. There are plenty of competent black women that could be in that position. Just like the president of Harvard, they could have gotten Condoleezza Rice. She was, the, I think, one of the provosts for Stanford University. Why didn't they reach out to her to be the president? Better yet, reach out to Carol, Carol Swain, Dr. Carol Swain. She taught at Harvard. She taught at Vanderbilt. Why not make her the university president? She's actually written books, whereas Claudine Gay has not. She's only written articles, and she plagiarized with that. Miss DEI, this is what happens. This is what happens when you let the wrong people in office. And of course, they stole and they cheated their way, and they will do the exact same thing, Andrew, if we don't stop them. That is a reason why, during Joe's speech, he could not talk about anything that he had done that has helped the country. The only thing he could talk about was Trump, and Trump is a threat to democracy, when I would submit to you that the biggest threat to democracy is Joe Biden and the media and the Democrat Party, because the only thing they have to offer us is DEI, illegal aliens, a broken border and the possibility of a civil war. Joe Biden is out of his league. He needs to go away and drink, eat milk and cookies. But being the president, not by a long shot, Andrew. Get rid of him. Yeah, you've got that
0: right. Be sure you guys tune in tomorrow night for another big show of After Dark with Robin and Andrew. Thank you for joining us tonight on After Dark with Robin and Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, wherever you stream or go to America Out Loud News. We'll see you guys next time, and remember, stand for something or fall for nothing.